Hey guys, welcome to the No One Is Listening podcast. I am one half of your co-hosts, which I guess makes me sound like I'm a one half of a person. But anyways, my name's Jen, and with me is uh, the co-host of this podcast, Steve. Steve, do you want to say hi? Hello. Okay, so we are recording this podcast... um, a week and like two days since yeah. the 2016 election, and uh, I think we can all agree that it's been a pretty depressing week. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for some people, but um, definitely for us too. Um, At least a million <clears throat> more people are depressed than not depressed. Bingo. No matter what side you are on, I think we can all agree that this, all of this really has shed light on how divided we are as a country mm-hmm. and how that's not going to go away anytime soon. Um and I think I've been on a roller coaster of emotions. I, I don't think I'm alone in this, actually, at all. Um, you know, disbelief, shock, anger, trauma. Uh, but I think the leading feeling that I've had this past week is just hurt. Um, hurt not only for the candidate that I believed in and I felt was the most qualified to run this country and to run it in a way that doesn't take us back decades of progress, but also hurt because, um, uh, hurt about how the rest of the country voted and Mm. voted for someone who ran on such a platform of hatred and denigration. And, you know, all of that has sort of just culminated into me feeling like as a person of color and as a woman and as a minority that I am not good enough to be here and to be, you know, to love this country. And so, you know, I think I'm really trying to take all of these terrible feelings that I have and turn it into something positive, you know, and I still very deep down inside have hope that maybe there will be good that comes out of this, whether, you know, it's this like using this burning, burning passion to galvanize and to like really make change, um, but, you know, this week has just been one of those weeks where I just wanted to crawl into <coughs> bed and, like, just not come out, you know? Yeah. How have you felt, Steve? Um, <clears throat> you know, I think uh, we felt... I, we were texting throughout the night and then you like, into the next text day. text in the beginning of the evening. Uh-huh. I was texting you and I was also texting one of my coworkers who is, like... Um, like a government affairs guy, and um, you guys are making me feel better. And then there came a point where it turned, and both of you were like, "Did I it happen at the same what... time?" No, because he was a lot more positive. He was like, oh, "Listen, really? like this can like Even, it's, oh, it's going to be a long night." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they stopped hearing from him, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> And then you were just like, holy crap, this isn't good. And I was like, huh, okay. Because I know nothing about anything, so like I was just like, oh, there's, there's, there's a chance, there's a chance. And I think I remember like having a meltdown when you were like naming some of the states that like, you know, as long as we won. And I was like, you know, we're not winning that one particular state, right? And then I think that was when you were like, okay, then we're, we're like, we're screwed. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, we, you know, I've gone through the same, like, gamut emotions as you. I think, uh, for me, it's it's been less hurt, I think. Um, for me, I think it's more, like, pessimism, mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just kind of like, oh, what's the point? Why? You know, just, uh, at one point, I was just like, oh, man, I just, like, I just want to leave this earth. You know? Uh, Jesus, come now. Yeah, just come now, you know? Uh and so I think that kind of leads us into the topic that we're going to discuss, which is not specifically politics. Actually, but, though, before yes. we move on to yeah, that, yeah, can I ahead. just say? Sure, sure, sure. Um, 
And it was such a powerful tweet, and I don't even remember who tweeted it, but somebody was like, remember this exact moment and how John you Levy. feel and mm-hmm. use it yeah. the next time. And so I totally get the pessimism because I feel that way too, but we got to use it yeah. for good, right? So let's just use the next couple of weeks to be depressed and cry and do what we need to do, but I think... I think we just need to. <laughs> also, I'm not crying. I'm like stifling a lot, but like my left eye is like bugging out right now. Is it? Like I can't it tell. is so itchy, and I can't stop scratching it. I don't know if I'm allergic to something in this room. No, I th- we've used this room many times before. Anyway, um, we might have to stop this podcast while I drive Steve to urgent no, care. Is, no, it's fine. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> but, um, but. Uh, yeah, this leads us to the topic we wanted to discuss, which was uh, childhood favorites. And I think it's relevant, and we wanted to tie it into the election because, you know, feeling like, whether you're feeling hurt or pessimistic, we all have, like, those comfort foods mm-hmm. in terms of, like, you know, TV or, or movies or music that you go back to, um, you know, when you yeah, when you want to feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, when you go back to things that are tried and true. Yeah. And some of these movies are ones that, like, I... Uh, or even, like, some of the TV shows. And one of my obsessions of the week, actually, is is something that's, like, not new. It's from a long time ago. Mm, but it's something that I've gotten back to. Um, <clears throat> so we are going to uh, discuss... Uh, some of our childhood favorites in terms of TV, uh, movies, and music. And I think the age range we gave ourselves was anything from, like, anything under, like, 15? Right? Oh, I mean, technically. What did you do? Uh, what did you, I, I specifically was like, oh, anything between, like, I when think, I came online, yeah. like, my earliest memories to, like, early high school. So, I guess, Yeah, like, I think 13? I did that, too. Um, uh, maybe, like, high school. I still think school. I'm a child. Yeah. Um, but you know, like what, like you're an adult when you're 18, right? So when we're saying childhood, they could literally I mean, it be could. from like I, I, my, 18. Mine is specifically like 13. Okay. Yeah. Mine is specifically. I think that's also kind of maybe says a lot about like, um, like that period being a period where you were super influenced by a lot of things, right? Oh, you, oh God, you're so smart. Yeah. Sometimes. You know what it is? It's like, I don't know why, but specifically with music, it's like for TV, and movies, they're much earlier hmm. in my childhood. Yeah. But, like, music specifically, like, my formative music years were way later um, because, like, that's when I learned that, like, music was an expression of, like, how I... Like, TV and movies, like, yeah, I watch. Yeah. But it wasn't, like... I wasn't trying to, like, say something with what I was watching. Yeah. You know, but with, like, music, it was, like... I. It felt like it was, like, a representation of, like, who, who I are. was. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and that wasn't really, like, uh, uh, an identity issue until, like, way later. Yeah. So, like, early high school, I would say. Okay, so um, why don't we go and start with, uh, you want to start with TV? Yeah. Um, also, Yes. Well, you and I are, like, children of the 80s, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like... Say. And I early 90s, right? Yeah, but I don't think I've true like... I don't think anything on my list is, like, from the 80s, like, really. Because, like, I oh, think, like, so tr- you know, like, mm, I um, I have some throwbacks. absorbing and appreciating pop culture, yes. culture, like, it starting in the 90s when I was a little bit older. Um, yeah, I do have a couple of throwbacks, but, yeah, most, like, I'm not really an 80s kid, even mm-hmm, though I technically mm-hmm. am. Um, but we're starting with TV, right? Yes. So do you have, um, 
the relationship to TV and enter- entertainment that I do, which is that like my parents basically use it as a babysitter, and like I like there are no screen time restrictions at my house. Oh, like, I, like, I see what you're you know oh, okay, like okay. grew up watching TV, right? Like cause as long as I was in front of the TV or whatever, like my parents knew where I was and like what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we turned out fine, right? Yeah, like I, I think, think it's so. a story of like a lot of kids with immigrant parents. Yeah, right? like, that's exactly. Kind of, um, and like you know. I mean, you and I are pretty normal and smart and well-adjusted so. people, besides for liking maybe the stuff a little too much. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> More than the normal person uh-huh. who, like, doesn't work Taking it, like, industry. a little too seriously. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, do you want to... Yeah, no, I think for me, especially, like, early on, um, there was no screen time, like, limit. I think, like, as I got older, my parents wanted me to study a little more. Mm-hmm. But even then, you know, as long as I did my work, there wasn't really... I think for me, um, and especially because, like, growing up in the 90s, like, video games were stereotypically, like, played mostly by, like, boys. Mm-hmm. I think they were much more concerned with, like, me playing video games than, like, me doing homework. I mean, me doing, me, watching like, watching TV, TV, which is, like, super bizarre. It's, like, the same thing, it's whatever. Both rotting yeah. your brain in a way, but yeah. yeah. And th- but then also, like, I remember, like, having the TV on while doing homework. Like oh, yeah, I couldn't me too. I couldn't do homework without oh, the TV totally. being on. So. I have the TV on all the time, mm-hmm. no matter what. It's weird. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. Yeah, I would say the TV more often than not is on. Like I can't eat without the TV being on now. Even when there's people there? Yes. Oh, interesting. If you it's just like that white noise. If it's yeah, it, I, like sometimes I'm muted. Yeah. Oh, that is super weird. Yeah, sometimes I'll mute it, but I need the TV on. It's like it's like you like that company. And I won't even eat. I won't start eating until I find something to watch. No, I completely agree with you, though. If I'm by myself, especially. Like... No, but you no, know, even with people. Okay. <laughs> so like, I'll have people over and I'll... Turn on the TV. I'll turn on the TV. And, and other people can eat. I don't mind if they start eating, but I can't even try my food until I've found a channel to watch. Interesting. All right, so <laughs> um, what did you grow up watching? Uh, so the first one that I that I picked it was um, was The Simpsons. Uh, I remember very early on enjoying The Simpsons. And I remember I was reading this. Uh, no, I was either reading an interview with Conan O'Brien or or watching an interview with Conan O'Brien because he used to be one of the writers yeah. on The Simpsons before he went on to do um, the Late Show. No, no, that's the, the thing show. before late night with Conan O'Brien, right? Um, <clears throat> and I, I guess I had internalized some of the stuff he was saying without actually realizing it. But it was like, you know, The Simpsons was great because it had something for kids, it had something for adults, and it was like a commentary too. But it had something for everyone, and uh, you know, I almost like I enjoyed The Simpsons because it was a cartoon. I enjoyed The Simpsons because like of Bart Simpson. But as I got older. I continued to watch it, and it still had something for me at, like, every stage of life, from, like, uh, from a child to, like, teenager to adult. It had something for me at each one of those stages, and so I feel like I grew up, like, on The Simpsons. Yeah. You know? That's, like, um, that's the, that's sort of the way most animated films especially work, right? Because you you need to get the parents in those seats. So you can't make it just about, like so you have to throw in those jokes that only adults would get, right. but it's got to be like you know safe enough for like kids to be watching or whatever. Um, yeah, so I get it. 
But, yeah, I, when you first told me that, I was just like, The Simpsons? Like, that's so, like... Because I only relate The Simpsons to, like, like adult humor, right? It's, like, right. on prime time and, like... Exactly. You know, it's crude humor, but... Um, okay. Yeah, but it, because there's no laugh track either... Yeah. Um, there's no point where, like, someone's laughing and, like... You didn't get it. You know, it's like some, yeah, so some yeah. of the adult jokes, like, they'll fly by and I won't get it, but I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, they're, it's just like adults talking or whatever, you know? So that was my that was my first one. What about what about you? Um, so I lied when I said it was all about the 90s because it's not. Because I grew up watching, like, PBS, right? So oh, okay, Sesame Street, okay. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, I think both of you and I did not have cable, right? So, like, yeah, I relied a lot on, like, public television. And, you know, I think... Uh, I think that was great because obviously um, it was like the foundation for like some of my basic education in both things like cognitive things like letters and numbers, but like also like emotional, like empathy, like stuff too. And, um, you know, Mr. Rogers has like passed, but like those Muppets still remain. And full disclosure, I used to work at Sesame, so, like, I may be slightly biased, but I think the existence of, like, those Muppets and, like, the values that they teach kids is, like, wildly valuable even today, and maybe even more so today than Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, they're kind of in this landscape with, like, other cool, quote-unquote cool, like, kid stuff now. So Mm -hmm. I think think they're kind of fallen on harder times trying to compete with all of that. But, you know, I have, like, such fond memories of of watching Sesame and watching Mr. Rogers tie his shoes. And um, so that's that. I have to say, I, do, I, I didn't really watch a lot of cartoons. So mm. I think the other stuff on your list, like, they're pretty much, like, Yeah, we'll get animation. to yeah, I have a ton of Yeah, animations. mine's, like, and it, like, is still true now. Like, I, I will gravitate more towards live action than like animation there's no real reason for it but yeah so as a kid I especially loved like um like weekend tv so it was like the tgif thank goodness it's friday block on abc tgif used to be the bomb yeah and then the saturday morning block on nbc with like saved by the bell yeah yeah, yeah. um so i watched so full house was my favorite show right i wanted to be like part of the tanner family um (laughs) You know, I feel like the portrayal of that house, of that family, was, like, so modern in a way, right? Yeah, Like, before Modern Family ever came along, right? Um, and it's so cheesy. Like, sometimes I watch it, and like, Nick at Night, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, because there's such a formula to it, and, like, yeah. you know exactly what's going to happen. But, like... But at the time, it seems so spontaneous. Yeah. yeah, and, like, you watch this family, like, of course there's, like, people make mistakes, and there's lessons to be learned. But, like, at the end of the day, like... This family, like, loves each other so much, and it was just one of those things that, like, not that I didn't have that kind of family, but, like, I was just like, oh, like, I love this. Mm -hmm. I love love. Um, This is, I'm going to throw a wrench at you, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite episode of Full House? Yes. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking, right? For the TV parts, I think for most of these, I can do my favorite episode of. Do you think you could? If you can't, that's fine. But for the ones, are there a few you could do? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, for The Simpsons, I, st- I still know exactly which one of my favorite one. My favorite one is when Homer meets his mom. Mm. And uh, that that's my favorite one because the ending, normally it goes to, like, the song. Yeah. And it's, like, a black background with, like, the font for, like, the credits. Yeah. That was the first one where, like... Uh, no, maybe not. It was. It wasn't the first one, but it was the one that I remember. Where like, 
So he says bye to his mom, and he's sitting on, like, the hood of his car, mm-hmm. like, staring at, like, the sky. Mm-hmm. And it stays on that screen while the credits roll. I remember, like, just watching it and, like, not being able to move. Interesting. Yeah. What, do you have a favorite episode of Full House? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, it's the episode where, like, Stephanie, like, finally loses it because everyone treats her like... Because um, she's the middle child, uh-huh. right? So, like, everyone babies Michelle. And, like, DJ's, like, obviously, like, the cool response. And, like, she, like... like like, it's almost like, um, what's that? Is it a Christmas Carol? It's like, there's an epiphany, like, like you, it's like an out-of-body kind of moment where you're, like, witnessing these things happening yeah, yeah, around yeah. you. Like, she has one of those episodes. Oh. And, like, I'm not a middle child. Like, I have no, like, it wasn't like I was watching and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, like, like that's me. That's me. Yeah. I relate to her. But, like, I don't know. There was something about that episode. I think it's also because, like, I, like, really, like, favor the underdog or like the mm. marginalized <laughs> like I just felt like she was like so marginalized by this family and so I was like you go girl like yeah like run away from that house and, like have them miss you so I still I like I think that was my favorite episode you, you know the only episode of Full House that I really remember is remember when the grandpa dies yeah it's the only one I remember because I remember I remember is her name Michelle the Baby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where she was like, where is he? And they had to explain to her that he, like, passed away. Mm. Uh, that's the only re- That's the only one that I that sticks out to me. Um, should I go with my next one? Yes. Okay. My, so my next one is, uh, keep, we'll, we'll keep it in the TGIF uh, family. family? Uh, Boy Meets World. I love. Have you watched Girl Meets World? I watched, I've watched an episode here and yeah. there. Is it good? No. <laughs> that was so fast. No, but like if you're looking for that nostalgia factor yeah. because they're in it, uh-huh. um, then it's good. And also if you like Disney Channel stuff, which sometimes I do. Okay. Um, but no, I don't think you would like it. Yeah, probably not. So like Boy Meets World, I, I enjoyed because I felt like uh, his name is Corey, right? Yeah. I felt like he wasn't that far from like my age. And so like, yeah, so I had immigrant pe- Immigrant, like, parents, right? And they didn't know anything about, like, growing up in America. Yeah. They were just trying to, like, feed us, yeah. right? And so I felt like, oh, like, the parts of, like, parenting that they may be, like, missing, yeah. like, I could get from this TV show, which, like, now sounds, like, insane. Yeah. But, like, at the time, it no, made so it, much sense. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there were things, like, like shaving or, like deodorant or like mouth like like things like that where like they just like glossed over i was like oh like how i don't know how does that work like how does you know um how does like high school Mm -hmm. work you know what i mean or how does like middle school work yeah um so that i i like almost looked to the show to like almost like raise me in like in like such a specific way that like i didn't feel like my parents could yeah that's actually really interesting um are you done talking about Boy Meets World? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's kind of how I felt about Saved by the Bell. What? And like, not that they, not that they were raising me, but like, I teaching you. Uh, not even that, but like, I I looked at their high school experiences, and I was just like, oh, like I want to be in high school oh. and like have those experiences, you know, like. I want like I want to go to dances. I want to be a cheerleader. I want to have a good group of friends around me, like. And so I kind of understand what you're saying, and I think that's what we look to these things for, right? To exactly. like have these like 
aspirational or like yeah. you know yeah. the lives yeah. that like we the lives that we don't normally lead or we don't yeah. lead but like hope to or want to mm-hmm. um so i get it. i get it i totally get it mm-hmm. i do have a question though yeah so at either of these and maybe this isn't as applicable for you because i think some of your picks are like animated uh-huh, uh-huh. um but when you were watching Boy Meets World or, like, even Saved by the Bell, if you watched... Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, and, for like, for me, for Full House, like, at any point did you feel like these people aren't me because they... I, I Like, you, I can't relate to these people because, like, we don't look the same and... Oh, You know? Wow. Um, no. No, I never felt that way only because I never... I never felt that way because, um, you know, I never felt out of place yeah. racially. Yeah. You know, like oh I my grew, gosh, yeah. You know, I grew up in a town, or not maybe not in town, but I grew up in an area where, like, by the time I had gotten there, there were a lot of other like uh, Koreans or like Asian mm-hmm. American families there. Mm-hmm. So I never felt like I was the other. Yeah. You know, so. Maybe context, like, so, like, relatively speaking, like, I could be the Corey or the whatever in, like, my group, in my, yeah, in my group, because we were, I had people who were similar to me, yeah, like, surrounding me a lot, so. Yeah, I completely agree with you, and I'm, Mm -hmm. like, really maybe surprised to hear you say that, because, like, like, have the exact same reaction, Mm -hmm. and I can't. Because it's something that I feel so strongly about now, right? Like fair representation and like oh, absolutely. representation. Yeah. But and like that's what I would hope for like my future children that they can like turn on TV and at any given moment like see like someone who kind of looks like them who looks see like John them. Cho. Right. Oh god. The show, <laughs> the show selfie was so good and they canceled it. Um but like I don't know, and I always thought it was maybe like my sense of like weirdly like high self esteem or self entitlement, mm-hmm. but like yeah, I think it is because of the area that we grew up in. We were never really minorities, right? Yeah. Um, or I was just like, or maybe I was just dumb. But um, but I do remember. Like, do you remember Margaret Cho had a show called All American Girl, and it was like history making because it was like the first time an Asian American family was being represented. It was like a family sitcom kind of. It lasted like one season. But it was a big deal at the time, even though... I mean, it was a terrible show, but, like... um, But, like, I must have known that. Like, even... I must At some point, I must have registered all of this and, like, known that. Because, like, even as a fourth grader, because I think that was around the time when the show came on. Uh Like, I remember, like, knowing that, like, seeing her TV family, like, on TV was, like, kind of an unusual thing, right? Like... To see people and like to like and some I think like maybe her grandma on the show was like speaking Korean so like to like understand oh. that language that like my parents speak and like right. sometimes I have to speak to my parents like coming out through the television that I revered so much like it did mean a lot to me so mm-hmm. at so maybe deep down I did know some of this yeah. stuff ish but like none of that really mattered when like I was watching like all the other stuff that like we are talking about yeah. but I was just wondering because you know it's. It's interesting because, you know, now we're having these discussions, but back then it just didn't seem yeah, like I mean, anything. as a child, it's like it doesn't register yeah. really, yeah. you know? Um, I think, like you said, like deep down it does when you see it, but when you don't see it, it's yeah. like not a big deal. Yeah. Um, what's your next show? Um, I'm kind of done, I think. Oh, okay. 
Um, oh, I mean, I have weird picks. What? Like, I was obsessed with, like, Extra and, like, Access Hollywood, and, like, I would watch those shows as a kid. Yeah, I mean, I did, too. Like I didn't watch Extra. Like, 8 o'clock block. Yeah, I, I wouldn't watch Extra, but I would watch Access Hollywood. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I think I was just, like, fascinated by this, like, seemingly fun, like, celebrity world. Uh-huh. Um that kind of has still carried through to today, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, no, definitely. I think Access Hollywood, Pat O'Brien and... Yeah, uh, Nancy Nan- O'Dell. Nancy O'Dell, that's right. Um, it was like appointment TV for me. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. I got a lot of my like news, like entertainment news. Right, from, not like real news. <laughs> no, not like real news, but like entertainment news from there. Okay, so what are your other TV picks that um, you were into? You know, the, uh, so the next one is, uh, and I, I know you watched this, um, and I felt like, so it's it's The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, I love right? The Fresh Prince Love Bel-Air. The Fresh, I, I, I know I've watched every single episode. Yeah. Um, uh, my favorite episode to this day is still when his, when his dad comes back, and then at the end he leaves. And his uncle, like. Picks him up, no, no, like no. emotionally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, um, that one's really good. Um, the scene where like Will takes a bullet for Carlton is really good. Literal bullet. Yeah, I like don't a literal bullet. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember yeah. this. Yeah. Like they, they're like outside and like someone shoots Carlton, but like Will gets in the way and Will gets shot in like the leg. In Bel Air, or were they in I Philly? I freak. No, they weren't in Philly. They were somewhere. And then, like, Carlton, like, buys a gun, and at the end, Will has to, like, convince him to give him, for Carlton to give Will the gun. And they're both, like, crying every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of really good episodes, actually. Those are, like, my two uh, favorite. And I feel like The Fresh Prince, like, raised a generation of, like, sarcastic, like, smart-aleck kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I get my sense of humor from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I okay. think. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. What? <laughs> and I feel like this is. And to be completely transparent, I feel like um, my appropriation of like uh, black culture started with the Fresh Prince <laughs> of Bel Air. You know, like yeah. the way I talked yeah. sometimes, or like the way I like. I didn't wear hats until I saw the Fresh Prince. Oh, you looked really good in a yeah, snapback. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah I did, I'd never worn snapbacks before before that show, and I feel it's like funny. it influenced me in, in a multitude of ways. So I, I think more than any other show on this list, that is the one that had, like, the most influence, influence on you. On okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even going back, it's hard not to notice, like, oh, wow, like, this guy's going to be, like, a star. Yeah. You know? I completely agree. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what he's doing with his career right now at the moment but he's getting old but he's still like you know number one movie star um that would be the rock now oh rock sexiest man alive apparently um okay Mm -hmm. do you have another one i have Okay, I have I have one genre. I feel like left. you are embarrassed by some of I'm like super embarrassed by some of these. I've been like putting them off for you so long. You do you, Steve. Okay, okay, so this he, podcast is not about commentary, it's all right, about all right, okay. people so, getting uh, to know who we are as people. Alright, okay. So um so the, the genre that I left for last are is like animated 
TV shows or like which was that as important to you as it was for a lot of kids? Because like it that Saturday super, morning cartoon, Saturday like, morning, not even Saturday morning. It was like after school from three. Oh, to five. you're right, you're right, you're right. Three like to the five maniacs. Like yeah, the, from three to five Monday to Friday and Saturday morning. It was it was appointment television for me, right? And there are a few uh, there are a few shows that were like specifically um, very like near and dear to my heart. And I'll say like I've gone back for two of these. I've like gone back and watched them, and they hold again, up, and they hold up so well. Okay. Um, I'll go from like least influential to most influential. <laughs> um, the least influential, but like critically. Is like the best show is a Pinky in the Brain. Yes. You know, uh, I I don't know what it was. It was the catchy theme song. Maybe it was the fact that it was on like I think this was on in primetime on Sunday nights too. Yes. It, it started it was off that run where the WB had like, exactly when they had the frog mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pinky in the Brain. That's the one that I am like least uh, embarrassed about like that. I'm almost like proud of. Okay. Right. I I feel. Like um, like it says a lot about you as a person, like who you relate to more, pinky or brain, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, shoot. Actually, no, I don't know. You don't. I've never thought about that. Oh, okay. Probably brain. I think the bra- I hated pinky. I think so I annoying. hated pinky. Yeah, I think so freaking annoying. I think I hated. I like despised pinky. Right yeah. Now. Okay. I was cool. like, it's your fault. He hasn't ruled the world. Today. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's pinky in the brain. Uh, the next one is. Um, the first few seasons of, of Power Rangers, yeah, I was like, oh man, super into. I really wanted to be a Power Ranger. I thought I one. was. I I could have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every morning, I was like, "Is this the day?" <laughs> that like I stumble onto, I don't know, a talking head. You know, um, I was I, I loved it. I was in, I watched the movie. I was super into it. Um, and it wasn't until like years later that I realized how popular it was. Like, I, there's a story of them closing down like the the highway in California. Yes, yeah, so you you know because we were kids when this happened. I will you, I will forward you that link. Why though? They were doing like a public appearance and oh. they shut it down because it was so pop. It, yeah. Like traffic was backed up for hours, and so they shut down a highway. I mean, can you name something now that's like equivalent? The protests going on in New York City. Don't take it in that direction. No, I mean like, like pop culture. Like you know when like um, when Glee was a thing. Yeah, the first couple of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the girls was talking about Jenna Ushkowitz, who I like. Um, she was saying how um, like, Fox had um like planned these like mall tours for them uh-huh. and it was like scheduled as the show was airing so like i think the first mall tour happened like right around the pilot or like be- like right like before it or whatever and like as they were going through this tour and the show got like bigger bigger and bigger. bigger like the crowds got bigger and bigger yeah. and like it was just like by the end insane yeah. and like they were scheduled for like signings at like hot topic but like it couldn't be hot topic because like people were showing up in like droves and obviously it's not nothing like shutting down a highway but like yeah i'm just like trying to like think like what yeah, else I has can't. that power yeah to i don't do i don't like i don't that? i can't think of, you know what it is it's also because like not enough people are like 
there's so many channels and shows where I was going like, to say, like, know, our attention is so divided by, like, so many different things yeah. that I think that kind of stuff is, like, really hard to replicate It, it is. It is. It is. Um, the next one is, and these are the two that were, like, my favorites by far, and I've gone back and watched them multiple times, mm-hmm. is um, one was X-Men, uh, mm-hmm. and, the, and the other one was um, <clears throat> Digimon, not to be confused with Pokemon. Uh, are they the same things in terms no. of, like... Growing monster, little monster. I'm okay. kind of. Okay. You know, uh, one is like one was a cartoon based off of a video game. Okay. The Which other that's is, Pokemon. Okay. And the other one was just a TV show. Okay. You know, um, and so not related at all. Not related at all. The only thing that is related about them is that they're Japanese. Okay. Japanese animations. Um, that's it. And those like hold up. Like, it, I, I actually had to go back. I didn't have to. I chose my roommate and I at the time chose to go back and rewatch, like the like, um, like Digimon. Mm-hmm. And it man, it was so good. It was man, it was so good. Uh, and so yeah, th- those were the the TV shows that that I grew up with. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's. We're good for with TV, right? You're I want to gloss. I want to gloss over this as fast as possible. What your obsession with Digimon? <laughs> no, okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> let's move on to uh, let's move on to movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, so let's yeah, let's do movies. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Um, I mean, I can go first. Yeah. Like I just have kind of a random list, but okay. Um, what I really want to talk about, I can talk about a little bit later. But like you know, like the Home Alones, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, I totally uh, forgot. Beethoven, which really Beethoven! made me want a Saint Bernard. And my mom was like, "Are you kidding me? Those are like huge, and they shed like crazy." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Um, but like, do you know what my favorite movie was? Uh, the movie Speed with Keanu Reeves what? and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I was at my piano teacher's. <laughs> And she taught a bunch of us, so, like, we all had to, like, sit around and, like, wait, like, kill time while the other one was getting their lesson. And, like, she had this, like, laser disc version, laser disc. Do you remember laser discs? I don't laser know. Laser disc no. version of Speed. And, like, it's so not a kid-friendly movie. Like, it's no, not terrible. At all. But, like, I, and to this day, like, when Speed's on, I will, I will watch the entire thing. Really? Because I, like, have such an affinity for, like, that movie. And I don't know what... I think it was, like, the first action movie I saw. Like, the first, like, just an adult, adult movie. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I love Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock to this day because of it. Like, Did you watch Lake House? Is that the movie? Yeah, that was not a great movie. And so I just have to just... <laughs> Recreating the chemistry of Speed. I just have to rewatch Speed. And he looks so good. He's super young I think he was like my first like movie star crush because uh, of that movie. But again, I was like in fourth grade, and that's not an okay movie to like not. show a fourth grader. So um, I simultaneously think and despise my piano teacher. Funny enough, one of oh my god, I totally forgot this. Uh, my elementary school was was kindergarten through eighth grade. Yeah. And my art teacher from kindergarten to like sixth grade, she retired when I was in sixth grade. Her son was in Speed. He was one of the passengers in the bus. Shut up. Which one? Uh, the dude with the long hair. <gasps> the young guy. Yeah. Is he still an actor? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, well, I'm just going to IMDb this. So why don't you move on yeah, we'll, to your... Uh, I'll move on. Um, let's see. 
Um, oh, so like, does she brag about it? Or? He used to brag about him all the time. That's so cute. Yeah, actually. I'm pretty I'm sure he's been in nothing else. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me check one thing real quick. All right. So uh, my first movie was, um, like, I remember, this is the only movie I remember really watching, like, before the age of five. Okay. <clears throat> and this was, uh, it was The Karate Kid. Mm. What? I I don't know that I've watched the full. Yeah, see, we got we, we have to we have to do something about that. You have to. It still holds. I I hope I'm not being biased, but I'm pretty sure it's still. And you said up. you watched the remake too. Oh, that was terrible. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, just making sure. Yeah, the Karate Kid Part One and Two. I remember I used to watch it all the time because I used to show it on like uh, WB. Yeah, see, that's why. Like sometimes when you um. When these movies come on, like, so often, and you watch, like, parts of it, like, you just don't end up watching the full thing. R- that's uh, right. not an excuse. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I will understand. watch. I will watch. And you, and you know what? It doesn't help that there are, like, commercials, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I, I totally understand, yeah. but we'll, we'll take we'll care of that. We'll get there. We'll get there. So The Karate Kid, that was uh, the first movie. And I remember thinking, like, and it goes back to the point you made earlier, which is, like, yeah, I guess it is. At the time, I didn't think it was weird, but I think now I would have a problem with it if it was like, oh, the Karate Kid, but the kid is white, and it's like a like okay. a Japanese like teacher. Wait, sorry, you know? but like the remake, isn't it with Jaden Smith? Yeah, Will yeah. Smith's son. So he's not an Asian kid. Does yeah, but matter? he's he's displaced in Asia. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's how they tweak the story. Like? Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's like Jackie Chan. Uh, he, this kid, no, he, 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 they displace him and he moves to China. Mm-hmm. And so. By himself? And his With mom. his parents. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, and so, I mean, I don't, at the time though, I didn't care. I was just like, oh, crap, yeah, that's yeah. like an Asian mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like martial arts is an Asian thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like super into martial arts, even though I, that didn't lead me to like taking classes. I just, it just <laughs> led me to like, like mimicking kids, the, yeah. the movie. Um, I thought it was good enough. Cause I, I, at the time I didn't realize, I couldn't. The line between fiction and reality was a lot more blurred growing up. So I was like, oh, they're, they must be using real karate. Karate. Karate yeah. in this movie. So I would just, I would just mimic it. But um, that was, it does hold up. I, it's it's still very near and dear to my heart. Okay. But it's more, it's definitely more cheesy and corny. It's much more of a comedy than like, than it is like drama, mm-hmm. which is like, when I was a kid, it was like high drama, <laughs> you know, but now <laughs> when you watch just, it, you're just like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What's your next one? Um, I think we'd both be a little, it would be remiss of us to not mention this. I don't know if I'm use that word right. Um, can we move on? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm wondering what movie it is. That's why. So there was a period of time when Disney, our favorite mm-hmm, company, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Released in succession, a string of really Murderer's good Row. movies. Yes, you've yep. titled it Murderer's Row. Ready for this? So yes. I started with, I started with The Little Mermaid in 1989, but I think this is where it gets to be like the bread and butter, right? Yeah. Beauty and the Beast, 1991, Aladdin, 1992, Lion King, 1994. That is how sick, sick that is, is that? That is that 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 run is as good as. It'll ever get. Yeah, I can't. Just the cream of the crop right there. Don't even try. And then I think, like, it was followed up with, like, Pocahontas and, like, stuff. And I'm just like, no, no 
nothing on Pocahontas, but like it was unfair to Pocahontas yeah, to have or like to follow Hercules. Yeah, to follow the effing lion. Yeah, I'm gonna look up what the other movies were after that. But you um, so I have all of these on VHS forever. <laughs> Do you still? No, because I don't own a VHS player anymore. You know what? I should have held on to them because I could have probably like sold them on eBay or something, right? Um, do they do they go for a lot of probably money? like people buy like weird stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so tired. I just bought the Beauty and the Beast DVD. It's like the, I, it's like, the, you know, like, you know how Disney's marketing thing, it's like out of the vault. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I did. And I watched it last weekend. Uh-huh. Um, probably because I was so depressed. I'm very happy to report that it still makes me cry. Although I might have been crying about different reasons. But, um... Like, I literally cannot wait for the live action. I was just going to ask you, did you watch the trailer oh, for the live action? Oh, yeah. Did you watch, they have it where, did you watch the one where they do the animated and the live action trailer side by side? No, but I'm going to. I'll show you after we're done, yo. It is, it is so good. Okay. It's even better with them side by side than okay. it is like by itself. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I think she's the perfect, like, Belle. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So Belle's my favorite um, Disney princess only because, like, she's, like, really into, like, write, like, books and, you know, library and (laughs) reading. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I just, I was on, uh, I I don't know why. I was just, like, Googling um, Beauty and the Beast live action after I saw the the trailer because I just, I don't know why. I forget. Oh, I remember now. I wanted to know who the guy was that played Gaston. Is that mm-hmm, his name? Mm-hmm. And I found out who he who he was on IMDb. But the, the live action Gaston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you scroll down, there's like trivia mm-hmm. or like fun facts. And one of the fun facts is I didn't know Ewan McGregor does one of the voices of the like of, the like what the channel. I think he does like the, the candelabra yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's supposed to be, uh, I believe, an Irish accent, mm-hmm. right? And his wife is is Irish. His wife of 20 years is Irish, so she gave him, like, Irish accent lessons. Mm -hmm. And he said he claims that his accent got so bad at one point, it stopped being Irish and it started being Mexican. And that's one of – that's, like, a true story apparently where, like, he – his Irish accent was so bad, he he thought he ended up sounding more Mexican – so then what happened? Irish. So is that version in the movie? Like, are yeah, we going to get a Mexican? I, I think so. I think it's a Mexican accent. candelabra in the live action. Beauty and then people the... are going to be like, oh, who is that Mexican actor that they get? So I, I, look, I, I looked up the Disney movie. And yeah. you're right. It, it, nothing against these other movies, but it, it, the, the drop-off is pretty steep. So it goes Beauty and the Beast. And I think Beauty and the Beast was the first animated movie to be nominated for Best Picture. Yes. Also. And I think... Is it the only? No, I mean like no, Toy no, Story, no. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I mean Disney movies, uh, like Disney animated. Uh, movies. You know what? I don't know. I know it was the first one. I don't know if it was the last one, but we have Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, um, a Little Mermaid, and the Rescuers Down Under is nestled between Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. Okay, we're not gonna talk yeah. about that. But it's Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, and then it goes Pocahontas, which is like you know sure, but I actually never watched Pocahontas. You're not um, really missing much. The Hunchback of, of Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah. Hercules. But then there's like a little little renaissance going on with Mulan. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I hadn't watched Mulan until like very recently. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. good. Um, and the movie studio redoing Mulan better cast all Asian actors and make it 
and Asian. Constance Wu, yo. Oh, she'd be so good. Um, and then it goes Tarzan, Fantasia 2000, Dinosaur. I don't, I don't I haven't even watched Dinosaur. I don't know if it, Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis, Lilo and Stitch, Treasure Planet. Can I just say how much I love Lilo and Stitch? It's, Lilo and Stitch was good. I Lilo Stitch love good. Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it doesn't really come back until way later with uh, Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero 6, Zootopia. Um, and then I guess later this year we're going to get Mona? Moana? Moana. Moana. That's the Lin-Manuel Miranda penned That music. starring... The, the Rock! rock. Um, all right, cool. cool. So hot. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, but that was really the golden age of Disney animation, right? And I like, think so. Yeah, you, I mean, with the Frozen and the Zootopia, like, that stuff, like, yes, like, those are all great movies, but, like, I don't think people would, like, clump those together in the way that these movies have been clumped together mm, in this mm-hmm, like, era mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. like, just really amazing... Um, animation, right? I agree. So, okay. Um, you're funny enough. Uh, so you alluded to two of the ones that are on my list, which is Lion King and Toy Story. I remember specifically those movies because with was Toy Story Pixar. It was Pixar. It was Be, Pixar. like always Pixar. What do you mean? It wasn't like a Disney thing. I'm, I'm so no, 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 no. Pixar okay. is Pixar. Okay. Yeah. Um, with Little Mermaid and um, Beauty and the Beast, that was a little tougher for me as like a little Dude. boy. You know, because like, I was like, man, this is there's there's a lot of romance in this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, no, like like, like even with the Karate Kid, yeah. there's this one scene where they like kiss, and I couldn't watch it. Like I couldn't like, handle. Ew. it. Yeah, exactly. Um, with, so Lion King and Toy Story really resonated with me because not a lot of romance, and it's like, uh, especially Lion King, it's like a coming of age story. I mean, obviously it's not a, a human; it's a lion. It's yeah. like this little lion cub that turns into like a man lion. But, you know, still, I, I like resonated with me a lot. And so I used to, I remember having the VHS, watching it from like beginning to end, rewinding it just to watch it again. And I, it was like manual repeat, mm-hmm. you know, but it wasn't like, excuse me, it wasn't like digital repeat where you could just like, be like, start from the beginning. Like, no, I had to wait yeah. until the tapes like rewound. Yeah. All the way to the beginning. Yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> Those are the two movies that I've, I've... The only two movies I've done that for. Lion King and Toy Story, I just watch over and over. I and over. completely agree with you because I've done that with these movies. Um, especially because, like, Belle and Ariel are, like, my favorite Disney princesses. Uh-huh. But I will say, and, like, the question that I've kept asking you, like, does it hold up? Um, Beauty and the Beast more so, but, like... Even that, though, like, some people are just like, uh, Belle had total, like, Stockholm Syndrome, or whatever that, right? Like, but Little Mermaid, if you really think about it, it is really bad messaging for little girls. What is it? Because she basically, um, like, her whole, like, this Little Mermaid Ariel, like, her whole desire (laughs) is to, like, become something she's clearly not, which is a human being, right? Uh And, like, to achieve her dreams... Like, she agrees to give up, like, her voice, which is, like, who she, like, who make, which is what makes her who she, like, special, um, to be part of, like, a society that, like, doesn't accept her in her, like, in her mermaid form. So, like, it's just, like, it's so terrible. And, like, some people hmm. are just, like, I, I don't want to show it to my kids. And, like, honestly, like, at the end of the day, though, like, I'm just, like, 
you can explain these things. I still think it's, like, so, like, sweet and special and, like, the music's great. But, like, but, yeah, like, that kind of stuff would not even fly today. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I think... Oh, and then, oh, by the way, yeah. both of these movies, the happy ending is that, like, to be happy, you need to be with a man. So, like... yeah. You know, like, it's, you know, she, like, literally changes herself to be with a man. And it's like, what is happening? But it's so good. But it's so good. I think I think uh, Lion King and Toy Story definitely hold up. Uh, I, yeah, I, I showed both of these movies to people who had never watched them before, mm-hmm. like, in the past, like, year or two. Mm-hmm. And they definitely, oh, definitely hold up. Yeah. Um, Toy Story, like, especially. Um, Which one's your favorite Toy Story? One? Two, oh, three. Man. We have up to three, right? And then yeah, four is coming out. Is, I, I, man, you know what? They're so they're all so good in different ways. Isn't isn't that amazing that they're all and really they're so different too? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. so different. Um, I I would have to say three because one is like my personal. I think it it like tugs at my heart the most because it, it brings back so many memories mm-hmm. of like when I like who I was and like where I was when I watched it but then when you watch it again it is a little too convenient it's a little mm, too short yeah you know yeah. um it's like there's some plot holes but with three it's like they've mastered it yeah. it's like it's flawless it's almost flawless yeah. you know and I think it is interesting watching three as like as a grown person. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because it's all about, like, that growing up and, like, letting go exactly. of your childhood and stuff. And, like, I bawled throughout it. And I, I watched the 3D version. So, like, <laughs> tears were, like, rolling from my 3D glasses. And I was like, this is not okay. Like, I can't see anything. <laughs> but, yeah, I think 3 is my favorite. <laughs> um, what is it? The la- Did you have another mm-hmm. movie? I'm good. My last one is, uh, and this is, I had this, the box set of VHS because it was a trilogy, was Star Wars. I Do you still have it? Um, Do you have the Star Wars DVDs? I don't. I need to find someone who does so I can borrow it. I know someone who does. We know someone who does. Okay. His office is right down there. I will be speaking. Wait, have you not seen Star Wars? I watched... No, I don't remember them. I'm pretty sure I have, but I don't remember them. Masterclass in Filmmaking. Yeah, I know, I'm aware. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. The, the second one, Empire? Uh-huh. That is my favorite movie of all time. And, I, like, I think it's probably one of the most well-made films of all, of right, all time. Yeah. It's so, it's so freaking good. Okay. And I just found out that uh, Harrison Ford and uh, Carrie Fisher, did you, are you, you, know, you know where I'm going with this? Uh-huh. They had an affair, yeah. I guess, during the first like, film. It's so weird to me when, like, um, people come out with stuff like that, like, Way like later. 30 years later. And then also, like, Harrison Ford's, like, married. Like, I, I'm, I don't know if Carrie Fisher's married. But, like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, what good does it do? I mean, like, obviously she's selling a book. But, like. And he was actually sent an advanced copy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so he. didn't he, say anything. And exactly. He was sent an advanced copy. Like, hey, listen, this was going to be in the book. And he had no reservations. Because, like, what? Like, it happened or exactly. whatever, right? Yeah. Um. So, Star Wars, that. Yeah. I Like, an. I'm sure Star Wars introduced many children to, like, science fiction, mm. you know, and, uh, like, the space opera genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Star Wars... I like that's a genre, but yeah. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah. And so Star Wars, for me, I think more than any other movie on, on my list, 
that is one that like I go back to. I mean, you know, I really think about like the TV and movies because that's my last one, and it's crazy how like um, the things that I watched when I was younger still shape what I watch. Totally. Now. And so like Star Wars, still like I'm so hyped. I was so hyped about the Force Awakens is, last year. When is and the new one? Uh, Christmas. Okay. Um, I think, uh, yeah, and then Rogue One, I'm super hyped for, you know, um, I still love, you know, Pixar and, like, Disney movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and, like, even with, like, the animated, like, shows that I watched, like, some of them were, like, based off comic books, and I still watch, like, comic book movies or, like, mm-hmm. comic book shows on Netflix, so it's, I, I'm, th- I'm realizing I'm not that much different, like, my tastes now are not that much different than, like, 20 years ago. No, totally, I think, and that's why I think, like, like, the stuff that you absorb when your mind is so impressionable yeah, is so yeah, important, yeah. like, life experiences-wise, but, like, even stuff that we're talking about, because yeah. it does, like, set you on this path and, like, set a foundation for your tastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I completely get it. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to, to music. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I'm going to make this real easy. What do you mean? <laughs> Just listen to pop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, I'm going to go first in music this time. Okay. Um, this was a... So, you know... We'll go on later to, like, the first CD we bought, but, um, you know, I had an older brother, and, you know, I had parents who, like, listened to music, and so we had a lot of cassettes Mm -hmm. growing up, Mm -hmm. and this was the first song that I clearly remember, like, needing to ask my parents, like, what song is this? And I used to, and it was back when, like, they used to sell singles instead of, like, um, so it'd be a single on a similar story, actually. It's a single on a cassette tape, yep. and it's front and back. Mm-hmm. So once you're done listening to one side, you could just flip it to the B side, to the B side, and listen to the same song over again, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it was, it's uh, right here waiting by Richard Marks, and I don't know why, but, but you were into it. I was, I was like four, and I was super into this song, That's and I have so no funny. idea why. It's really funny. I go back and like it's. It's, like, good, you know, but I get... But you did this on your own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a similar story, but it was forced on me. Okay. Yeah, so my parents, like, went through a phase, and I want to say it was, like, a year or two, <laughs> I swear to God. Every morning, I woke up to Celine Dion's The Power of Love, because that was, like the big hit then and they loved it so much and like they like loved her so much and they thought her like the powerful girls but like it was literally on blast like every morning and like it reminds me of your Richard Mark story except like you seeked it out and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't need to do that because it was not a choice to be made in my house um but you would think that, like, having grown up with that, like, I like I hate Celine Dion, I hate the song, but, like, it actually is so, like, it brings back, like, warm and Real fuzzy. And, like, I just only want, like, good things to happen to Celine Dion because, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, so, like, a huge part of my life. <laughs> um, what, so then, the, okay, well, let's go into the first, so then that, there was a huge gap between that and, like, the first CD I bought, right? <laughs> like, I... So the first CD I bought was um, 
Eagle Eye Cherry. It was the al- it was the album with that song Save Tonight. Is he a one hit wonder? Did he? Oh yeah, that? hell yeah! That was, he's a one song. That's he it. Hasn't done anything. Nothing. Okay. And the other songs on the album are terrible. Okay. It's just that one song so that's like really you good. You bought the CD, but you would only listen to one. song. I'd only listen to one song. Okay. I tried listening to the album, and, and it was like, not no. good. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Um, what was the first CD you ever bought? Uh, Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. I don't Just even... a Girl, Spider Webs, Don't Speak. Like, it's like the best album. I don't even know those songs. What the freak are you talking about? What Maybe do you I mean? Do. I don't... I Wait, don't... do you not know No Doubt? I don't know. What's the money, right? Yeah, those are... They're like big, like, songs. Like, you know their later stuff? Is that what you're saying? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I don't know those songs. Yeah, you do. I might. Maybe I know them. You know like, don't maybe, speak. Maybe if I heard it. It's their, like, slow song. But, yeah, it was, like, kind of during their ska. During the ska period. Period, which no I'm doubt, not into. Right? But, um, and then I also, um, that and Alanis Morissette's Jack mm-hmm. and Little Pill, mm-hmm. like, which is also not kid-friendly, by the way, because she True. talks about going down on somebody in a theater. <laughs> um, but, like... Yeah, I think my taste has, my taste in music has always kind of run the pop, uh-huh. top forty gamut. Like, so you know, Spice Girls, Mandy Moore, Christina mm. Aguilera, and of course, my favorite Britney. person of all time, <laughs> Britney Spears. Britney Spears. What was the first concert you went to? The first concert yeah. I went to. Oh my god. Uh, oh man, why'd you have to ask that? Wait, why? Uh, Is it embarrassing? A little. Not. I don't what, know. What was it? Maybe. Like the Wiggles? <laughs> No, uh, I didn't go to my concert until, my first concert until, like, way later. Yeah, I went in high school. Yeah, I didn't go I wasn't go until, fortunate enough to have my mom take me to, like, Taylor Swift yeah. or whatever. I, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't go to my first concert until I was in college. Oh, okay. And it was a, a Switchfoot concert. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. You, you can't, you can't, yeah, you, you, you can't tell through the audio, but, uh, Jen was trying to drink water from like an abnormally large bottle, but then laughed into it at the same time and it just spilled on her face. So switch butt, which I was into, but I was not. You got dragged to this concert? Not dragged, but someone was like, you want to go to a concert? I was like, I've never been to a concert before. I'd love to go to a concert. And then you were like, oh, this is it? And it was, all right. Okay, I mean, you yeah. made up for that. Yeah. For the other ones that you've gone to. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, the only song I knew was the the song that Mandy Moore covers in A Walk to Remember. Only you. Only hope. Only hope. Only, only hope. hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only song I recognized. <laughs> so, you, so for like an hour and a half, you were just like, what I was like, this? man, I really hope they play that song from A Walk to Remember. <laughs> And then, I don't know, I thought maybe Mandy Moore would come out. Oh, yeah. But she didn't. Actually, I do wonder what happened to them because... Nothing, I think. I mean, they're a Christian band, right? So Are they? Yeah. Um, it's They're not really, like, you know, mainstream. I mean, they became mainstream because of, like, some of that stuff. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, they're literally... I. Th- I mean, they're a Christian band, so mm. I think they're still making music. Actually, according to Spotify, they released an album in 2016. Yeah. So, yeah. I think um, later on in life... Wait, so, wait, what was the first concert you went to? Uh, Britney Spears' The Dream Within a Dream Tour. Wow. Yeah, I drove myself to it, Whoa. so I was older. Okay. Um, Who did you go with? 
one of my friends, I think it was my friend Christina, um, I drove my minivan because I that was my first car. <laughs> Down the turnpike for the first time in my life. Oh, wow. I really wanted to go. <laughs> Your parents let you? Didn't know. <laughs> it's fine. They don't, a lot of, they don't know a lot of things. But yeah, it was great. Okay, excellent. <laughs> so good. Wait, how did you sneak out? How did, you, how did they know? No, like they like literally like have never really asked me where I'm going. Like they know, like they know my friends kind of. So like they like trust that okay. I'm not like doing drugs somewhere. But yeah, like... They're not. Good. You're like, I'm going. I'm going I'll out. see you in a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So either they don't care or they trusted me. <laughs> I'm not really sure which one it was. Um, so my next one is, uh, and it's really just two bands. And these are two bands that I started listening to like later in middle school and like early high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like U2 and Coldplay. And I don't know why. I don't know what it is about, like, UK bands, but I was super, like, super into them. Yeah, so I've never really gotten into U2, but, um, like, I love Coldplay. I'm actually seeing Coldplay next year. Like, oh, you I still them. like Coldplay? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And so it makes me a little bit sad when they have become the butt of people's jokes because... Yeah. Like, for a really long time, like, people really love them. And I don't know if this is just a product, byproduct of, like, being too famous, maybe. But it's, like, I don't know, like, you, I mean, when you think back on them, like, don't you think back on, like, Yellow and, like, you know, like, whatever, the scientists, like, fondly? Or are you just, like, cracking up at, like, how dumb you were? No, no, no. Okay. No, you know what? Uh, the first two albums, um, so Parachutes good. and A Rush of Blood to the Head, those hold up. Yeah. Man, do they hold up. Mm-hmm. But A oh, Rush of Blood to the Head. Yeah. Like, but after that, starting with um, X and Y. The only saving grace on X and Y is Fix You. Oh, yeah, yeah. And do you know what that song's about? Is it about drugs? I don't know. When you, Do you remember that song, Fix You? Mm-hmm. When I, I tell I you what it's about, it's going gonna, it's gonna to crush you. What is it about? This is, maybe it's an unsubstantiated rumor. This is what someone told me. And by someone, do you mean Chris Martin said it? No. Um, I heard that that song is what he wrote to Gwyneth Paltrow after she had a miscarriage. That's so sad. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's so sick, right? I'm just like, oh, oh my God. Listen to it. Yeah. Besides that song on that album. X and Y was not a good album, but I think they know that. I clumped Fix You for whatever reason. I clumped that in with Russian Blood to that. I don't know why. Um, it was the it was right after that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so everything from X and Y on, it's like, man, these guys are trying really hard. Yeah. I, guess. I feel like uh, parachutes and parachutes and Russian Blood to the Head, they're so good. But after that, I could see why they become they became but, like the butt of a lot of jokes. Did you not listen to Viva La Vida? I did. I thought it was all right, but okay. still, it was like man, like okay. when I see him on, you know what it is? He's like a not your average Joe trying so hard to be your average Joe. Yeah. And I think we have a mutual friend. Who has this, like, I wouldn't even call it theory. But oh, she, you and Chris Martin had no. a mutual friend. I was like, what? No, you and I had uh-huh. a mutual friend. And and I think she's, she said to me, I'm pretty sure she said it to you, where it's like, you know, there are people that are annoying and they know they're annoying. So they try really hard not to be annoying. But then that only leads them to be even more 
annoying. You think that's Coldplay. And I think that's Coldplay. You think that's Coldplay or you think that's Chris Martin? Uh, I would say both. Okay. I would say him and it's... Yeah. 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 Probably both. I kind of like their new album. Nice. um, Which is why I bought tickets to their show in August. So... (laughs) Eight months from now. I mean, I, I, I'm crapping on them, but I've seen them in I've concert. seen them live so many times. I've yeah. seen them maybe yeah. twice. I've seen them yeah. maybe twice. Let me ask you a follow-up question, right, not about Coldplay. Then who have you seen the most in concert? Oh, Radiohead, by far. I am literally so jealous right now. Why? Because I've never seen them Yo, live, and babe. I love Radiohead. Uh, I would say Radiohead as of, like, how old am I? So within the past, like, eight? No, 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 no. When did In Rainbows come out? Whenever that came out, since that album, I was like, man, like, I, I've been all about radio. Yeah, they, they I have seen the most in concert. I've seen them maybe, like, three or four times in concert now. The first time was, you know how they do the All Points West yeah. Festival in Jersey City? Mm-hmm. Um, Liberty State Park. In Rainbows was 2007. Okay, so since then, they've been my favorite band. Okay. Um, even though, like, their new stuff is eh, garbage. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they... I saw them at that festival, and I didn't really care for them. No, I did care for them at the time, but, like, I, I didn't, like, mind... I wasn't, like, about seeing... Because I, I was like, whatever, like, concert, album... I, it, I don't think it's that demonstrably different mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. I actually prefer listening to an album. Me too. Than like going to a concert, but you uh, know, no, I I prefer an album versus a live recording, but like I do like live shows. But then they changed your mind at the show. Yo, I went and I was like, this is sick. Like they're the way they do the light, and man, okay. it was. And you it, weren't like high or anything. It was just no, like, everyone around up. me was, but straight I was up. not. Um, yeah, it was. It was man. They're they're really good live. Okay, they're really good live. I think I've seen them a few times. I've seen um. Who else did I see? Do you know... Did you ever hear that Icelandic band, uh, Sigaros? Yeah. I've seen them just as many times in concert. For real? Yeah. They're That's... they're really good in concert. Um, I don't know why I always thought they were called, like, Sigaros. Like, like just, like... You said it like it's, like, one word. And I oh, think... oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 I might be wrong. I don't know. No, you're probably totally right, but... Um, okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was my formative. Those are my formative like music listening years. Um, did you have any others? Wait, you've obviously seen Britney the most in concert. No. What? No. Don't you go every year? Kind of, except for this year, I think. Yeah, except for this year. No, 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 no. not every year. That's a mis like that's misleading. Every oh. year she's she's been in Vegas. I've tried to go. Uh-huh. I just am not going this year. Um, no, because she, you know, like hasn't. Like, she's not a performer, so she doesn't do concerts all that much, which is why I love this Vegas residency so much, because, like, you know, she doesn't go on tour all that much, because she's not well sometimes. Okay, so Um, Jason Mraz, hands down. I've seen him, like, at least somewhere between 15 to 20. What? And five of those times happened in one... Oh, that's right, when he was here, like, for a week, right? One week, yeah. So 15 to 20, that's more than... The total amount of concerts I've been to, I think. I've spent so much money <laughs> on shows. And I don't do it as much anymore. Also because like I feel like 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 the number of people that like 
go with me or wants to go with me, like, has dwindled as, like, people start, like, having, like, kids and, like, they can't. Um, and then also, like, I now am older, so I don't want to stand That's anymore. the other thing. General admission is tough. It's really no, tough. I'm, I don't want to do it My anymore. knees can't yeah. handle it anymore. Yeah, so, like, it, the I need windows, a, an assigned yeah, seat. The windows yeah. Like, going is a tough ask mm-hmm. in general. But if you're going to go. But then if you're going to go, like, it better, better be yeah, I better have yeah. a seat, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. So, there we go. All right, All right cool. cool. Did you have any other music nope. ones? All right. Uh, so, that's it for... Our childhood favorites. For childhood favorites. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with our obsessions of the week. Yeah? Yes. All right, cool. All right, we're back. Uh, so we're going to go into our obsessions of the week. Um, uh, oh, that's right. You, you're going to go first. So, uh, Jen, what is your uh, obsession, or I guess first obsession of the week? Yes. That's very apropos to what we were talking about, because uh, we were talking about how, like, sometimes, you know, we just want comfort food type things mm-hmm. to revert to when we feel sad and depressed and angry and lonely and whatever. Um you know, I have a couple of those. Like, one is K-pop because I grew up listening to K-pop. But the other is... Do you and, still listen to K-pop? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I mean, yes. Like, I listen to K-pop, like, but, like, like not like new stuff. I mean, that's what I mean, I, like, do this weird thing where I kind of need to know, like, everything that's out, but then I don't actually, like, actively, like, listen or follow gotcha. people. Um, so the other thing is, uh, is like, reverting to, like... F- uh, fun, young, innocent reads, mainly <laughs> YA lit. And, and young YA, adult, young adult, young adult novels. novels um, right. You know, and not necessarily... What's an example? Of, like... Is that, like, uh, Hunger Games? Like mm-hmm. Young adult, yeah. Hunger Games is definitely a young adult, like, series. Twilight would be considered, um, like, The Fault in Our Stars. Like, those are the big yeah. ones that people know about. Um, but like sometimes when you're just depressed, like you don't want to read about people killing each other, which is what really the Hunger Games is all about. So I have a that's America's future, yo. The Hunger Games. Maybe I should read it and get like prepared. Um, but this week I just read a lot of like like YA romance, I guess, or just like things that are not like you know super like whatever depressing. So I got I went I read three young adult novels that's this week, insane. Steve. Like that's pretty bad. I can't even like, read a book per lifetime. No, that is actually not true. I am hoping, but <laughs> that is not something you brag about either. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah. So I finally finished this book called PSA Still Love You by Jenny Han, which I got last year and I like never finished. I read um, this book called Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell, who is, like, one of my favorite authors. And then this book called, like, Anna and the French Kiss. Whatever. Like, it's fine. The point of this is, (laughs) is that, like, I'm so sad about life that I need (laughs) to, like, fall into these, like, this world of, like, just, like, innocent fun. Um, And that's not to say, like, the stuff that's in these books aren't heavy or like you right, know they're not right, real right, problems right. or whatever and anybody it's not who like, like complete fantasy mm-hmm, anybody who wants to tell me that like young adult novels not like quality literature like I will cut you um but you know like whatever like it's just the stuff that like I I just it brings me to a good place, so mm-hmm. that's what I gravitate towards this week. Um, and if anybody wants a list of really good quality, like, young adult novels that's not necessarily, like, The Hunger Games or whatever, hit me up because I can give that to I'm, you. I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure. Uh, my, Yours? Mine is, um, 
this past uh, week's Saturday Night Live, specifically the the Kate McKinnon cold opening where yeah. she sings um, Hallelujah. We talked about this a little bit. You texted me oh. and our friend um, Sua yeah. like the moment it happened. You were like, "Did you watch it?" Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And like, what was your like immediate reaction to it that like you like had to text and like be like holy f oh um you know what it was that so the cold opening happens and she's at the piano and she's playing and for the first few seconds you don't know if she's being serious or if she's about and if the it's song about to that become, she's playing yeah is Hallelujah! So it's not like a random exactly, thing, right? Exactly. So she's playing a specific song, and, and you know, initially I didn't know why she, that song, but then when she gets to the last verse, it's like very apparent why. And then also Leonard Cohen, who had sung that song, died this week. Exactly. So. Um, and so, uh, you know, at first I was like, "Oh, is this gonna be like a joke?" Mm-hmm. And then you can, because even like as she's singing it she kind of starts breaking the fourth wall she's like winking at people or she's like making like a face where uh it's like oh my god she's like in character exactly um as hillary clinton yeah but then i remember at one point she starts getting really emotional while she's singing she's like close her eyes (laughs) and i'm assuming it's like i have to close my eyes because if i don't i'm gonna start crying yeah right um and so i saw that and i was like man that was like really good and then what how does she end it uh i forget isn't it like Oh, I'm not going to give up, and neither should yeah. you, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, man, that was good. But at, at that point, I was like, oh, maybe I'll text Jen. I was like, yeah, maybe not, right? Yeah. Um, but then, wait, no, did I text you after just the cold opening or the I don't the remember because I wasn't home at that moment, so I don't remember at what point. But I assumed that it was lumped to both yeah, of yeah, what yeah. you're about to talk about. Yeah. It's lumped and then, And then Dave Chappelle does his monologue. The recluse. Comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes, he, you know, uh, out of his little hermit shell Mm -hmm. in, like, Ohio or Pennsylvania. He's on a farm. I think it's Ohio. I think it's Ohio. Um, And, uh, man, like, I know you aren't as high on his monologue as I am. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it was because I was, like, not in the mood. Like, everything he was saying is, like, totally on point and, like, whatever. I don't know. He's, you know what, he's... He's one of the best ever. Yeah. I think yeah. he's one of the best. I don't think he's the best ever, but like from, you know what it is? I feel like he's our generation's like uh, Richard Pryor. It's like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> what? I, don't I don't know. I feel like he's our generation's uh, Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. Okay. You know? Um, like so smart. And he's got such a bite to him. The way he comments on like race. Mm-hmm. Um, is 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 just so intelligent, mm-hmm. right? And then at the end, mm-hmm. when he does, when he gets like real serious and he talks about going to like the White House, mm-hmm. um, man, it's hard not to get like emotional yeah. when he says that. And I think at that point, I was I texted you and I was like, man, like, because like, not only did they nail the cold opening, but he nailed. Yeah, the, and the then monologue. what he says at the very end, and is what he says at the very end. I was like, "Jeez!" And that's when I texted, you know, you and you and our our friend, and I was like, "Man, like, I hope you guys watch that. Like, it was so good." Yeah, you know. So, um, and then they had uh, 
a musical guest, and I think that leads to your next thing, right? Yeah, I've been listening to the new Tribe Called Quest album. Is it good? It's good. It's really good. I mean, I, I really didn't grow up on their music, and I don't really uh, know their full history, so I like really don't feel qualified to be talking about this other than that I think their albums... Um, it's it's political. It's it's I don't know. I've heard it described in a lot of different ways. Like I think someone, I think a member has passed away since Fife, the, yeah. yeah. So it's filled with it's tragedy. But then, but then there you. I mean, there's such a joy in like them being together and recording, and it almost like you can kind of feel it in the hmm. in the in the album too and so it's just a lot of different things but mm. um like they were on the show that saturday last saturday yeah, yeah. and um like i thought they were so good especially like was it was that busta rhymes who like joined them on stage i forget like but you like, know i didn't watch that that second act but they i think they both perf- they've performed um two songs off their new album yeah. we the people and the space program and both of those songs are really really good so uh, check out their album on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Check out the, the album on Spotify. Check out uh, Kate McKinnon's, yeah. uh, her cold opening, and Dave Chappelle's monologue. Um, and also YouTube. that skit, too, right after. Oh, that skit is... Man, that skit is good. The and you know, it, it real-time election. Yeah, real-time election like, like yeah. reaction. And it made me take a good hard look in the mirror. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, yeah. That skit's really good. Um, yeah, all of it is on on YouTube. I highly recommend it if uh, if you haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah. Was there anything else you want? No, to I think we're good. All right. So uh, until next time, remember to review, to rate, and subscribe. Reviews are showing up. I think the first reviews are showing up on iTunes. So if you write one, it'll show up. So please write a review unless you don't like it. Then, then don't, don't. Keep then your don't. opinion to yourself. Yeah. Please. But if you like it, please just please review. Know. Yeah. Um, it'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, and then keep an eye out. Uh, we're thinking about doing the twenty, the one year anniversary, the twenty fifth, the quarter century episode, the week between Christmas and New Year's. I think a lot of you guys will probably have off. Um, you guys are going to need something to do. Netflix is probably going to release something binge-worthy, but then in in between episodes, maybe you can listen to or watch us, watch on, us. on Facebook Live. You know, we'll be doing it. I don't know when exactly, but sometime between Christmas and New Year's, uh, we're going to take a night and uh, and do a Facebook Live it's 25th so episode. Fun. <laughs> yeah, so uh, be on the lookout for that, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. So until next time, take care. You want to say bye? Bye, guys. Stay positive. (laughs) Yes.